Hello, wonderful friends. I'm so excited to be back on the channel today after a short break. Yeah, so important. So, I welcome you all to Extraordinary Living with Tomo Omi Fadairo. For some time now, we have been discussing health as a lifetime investment. And we have talked about how to cultivate healthy habits, healthy eating habits. We have talked about self-love. We said self-love is very important because when you love yourself, it means you'll be able to care for yourself better. That's self-care. And when you care for yourself, you are likely to have a better self-esteem. Um, in the overall better health and better productivity so today we are moving to a very important aspect today in the face of technological advancement young people around the world are finding it increasingly difficult to find sleep and if at all they do it is filled with the nightmare of how to ace the next job interviews, how to win that scholarship, how to make more money and to pay bills. Young people in schools are not also left behind. They are usually overwhelmed with unending academics and extracurricular activities. Therefore, they pay little or no attention, or they give little or no space for rest and sleep. No doubt, we probably want to maximize our youthfulness and make headways while we maximize our potentials. But the fact remains that for us to be successful and to enjoy our successes, we have to be healthy. And rest and sleep are very important components in a healthy life. So today, we have two amazing young professionals and scholars on the podcast channel today. By now, you should know that Extraordinary Living Podcast Channel is a podcast channel for the young people and by the young people. And today, I have two professionals like i said earlier one is a medical doctor and the other is a registered nurse so today i have dr ogumboye benga on the podcast channel he is a medical doctor a young visionary and a vibrant entrepreneur Dr. Ogumboye is a member of the Slum and Rural Health Initiative, an organization who provides rural health with the available technology to people in the rural community. He is a Christian and his eventual career goal is to be a pediatric consultant and a child health advocate. His hobbies are playing or watching the football, reading, and engaging in educative discussion. I want to assure you that 
You are in for a beautiful time today with Dr. Ogunboye. And also, I have with me a skilled and astute registered nurse, registered midwife and a public health nurse, Nurse Oinda Mola Awoshika. She is a writer who is dedicated to writing, inspiring, and spiritually uplifting messages. Nurse Awoshika is a passionate, is passionate about purpose and making a difference in every little way, and she aspires to be a dedicated mentor, especially to the women fold, inspiring them to fulfill their own God-given mandate and to be a solution to the world at large. She's currently working at the Neonata Intensive Care Unit, where she's dedicated to delivering safe care to babies. Her hobbies include reading, cooking, and exploring new culture. Today is going to be a wonderful time. And like I said earlier on, the discussion centers on rest and sleep. And we are not just going to talk about how rest, how important rest and sleep is, but we are also going to help you with hacks and tips on how to sleep better because rest and sleep can be a form of medicine. It's a form of investment into your health. Stay tuned, friends. God bless you. welcome back dear friends so it's time to have dr ogumboye as he gives us his opening address <laughs> i know it's going to be an amazing time so stay tuned Thanks for having me on this platform. Um, I want to believe that over the course of this year, we'll be learning from the various um, programs that we put in place, the aspect of food hygiene, and every other podcast we have on this platform. I want to use it as another avenue to learn something new, to hurt yourself, and to improve your health. And I pray to be, I want to believe to be a memorable moment after right, this. Thank yeah, thank you very much. So, as a medical doctor that you have, what can you say about rest and sleep, and how does it improve our health? Okay. Um, before I delve into the question, I want to just talk briefly on what rest is. Can you hear me? Before I delve into the question. Yeah, but we wanted to speak up. Okay. Before I delve to the question, I want to just talk briefly on what rest is and what sleep is, so I understand the difference between both of them. I'm still not good enough. Yes. Okay. Probably my network. Let, let me let me move somewhere else. Oh, so sorry about that. Is it better now? Yes. 
Okay. So I was saying um, before I delve into the question, I want to just talk briefly on what rest is and what sleep is. Rest is just um, basically relief from work or Just relax, just relax, just level of reduced activity. Just few minutes from your normal tax. That is rest. And sleep is um, a state of reduced consciousness in the sense that you, what makes it different from rest is the fact that in sleep, you are not totally aware of your surrounding or your environment. If things people are moving, you may not really be aware of what's going around you. But for rest, you are aware of what's going around you. Just that you are not active, you are not actively involved in what's happening around you. So basically it's different. Now, the question asked was, how can um, rest and sleep help us to improve our daily activity? Now, if um, our body is like an engine, I'll use the car for illustration. When you put on your car and then you keep walking over and over and over again, there's something called wear and tear. Over time, the car loses its efficiency because of the pressure and other thing that goes on in the car. Some parts get losing, some nuts get dislodged, and then the car is no longer as functional as it used to be. Same thing to our, our body. It's like a car is like a machine. So that over time, if you keep using the body and then we don't create time to replace or replenish whatever we have used, definitely our efficiency level will reduce and then our efficacy level will reduce and then even our um, performance level will reduce. Now, other things that rest can help or sleep can help you to do, it can also help you boost your, your, your memory. Now, there will be instances of students going to example, and because they've read overnight, the course is much, and then you have lots of cover, and then suddenly you get to the example, you've read overnight, you've not slept, you've not had any time to even sleep or rest, and then you get to the example, and then suddenly you forgot that everything you've read, you've forgotten everything. And you're looking, cutting the ceiling, Biting your finger and knees, biting your body, try to remember which can easily be, be avoided if you just take 30 minutes, one hour, two hours to sleep. I understand that the workload may be voluminous. I'm, I'm a medical doctor, I understand how, what it means for workload to be voluminous. I know how big our books are. But in the midst of that, most of us, because we understand this, find time to rest and sleep before an exam. Because at times, once you read that moment, will even be what we come as in your exams. I mean, what you've read for long, but you need your memory, your memory, which rest and sleep will to consolidate, to remember things that you've read or even heard before. Um, that aside, um, you also, rest and sleep also helps to improve your mood. Some people will come in the morning and, they, and then you see them in a the very annoying mood. And then they'll ask you, do you wake up outside of the bed? What I try to ask you is that have you had a good night's sleep? Because people understand the fact that if you don't sleep well, it affects your mood and your mood show forth to those around you. Especially when your boss gets to work and then uh, probably the boss is a bit harsh that morning. People ask questions. Is it that his wife offended him or is that he not have a good night rest? People understand the importance of sleep when it comes to aspects of our lives. So either your place of work, your personal life, it affects everything around you. So I'll stop there. Thank you very much. From what you said now, you said that rest and sleep improves our productivity by 
improving our mood by improving our memories even as students and just like our bodies our, our body is like an engine so we have to from time to time ensure that we take rest from activity and then reduce our consciousness to our environment by sleep so that we can recover from the stress is that what you're trying to say yes ma'am okay so now as as a medical doctor how how does rest and sleep end recovery when someone is sleep uh, when someone is sick or down how does rest and sleep maybe in the hospital after using medication and at that times you say just use your medication and sleep and what how does sleep and rest aids recovery studies have shown that um, rest and sleep has a way of maintaining your immune system now when you take drugs or any medication what you're trying to do is to build up your immune system to overcome whatever disease or sickness you're suffering from and rest and sleep on its own can help you to maintain or boost your immune system now you are using those drugs as adjuncts to um, your natural immune system, which helps you help you boost. So when you're having that to it, if you're taking the drugs and then you're not finding you're you not resting, I'll give a, a typical illustration. For somebody taking malaria, um, treating malaria rather, um, you take antimalarial medication, and then you start to just take maybe two hours, three hours to rest or to sleep. You're still in about running around the place. You are still exposed to the same thing, the same things or same circumstances that cause the initial sickness. Because of your work, um, you are still exposing yourself to mosquitoes and, and other things, and you are not taking your taking time to rest or sleep. Over time, even the drugs you use may not be efficient. And why some people complain that they've taken you have treated malaria for the past uh, seven days, it seems not to be working. Because you are just taking drugs, you are not doing other things that will also help your immune system, so that you can help it combat that that disease or that sickness. Thank you. That's true. So we actually need to, even while we're treating any illness or disease with medications, we should ensure that we observe enough rest and sleep so that we can recover. Because when we sleep well, our immune system will be improved and we can easily recover from those ailments. We got that clearly. Among young people, it is becoming increasingly difficult to find sleep or sleep for long, for long periods because of the activities and work. What is the prescription and advice in time of how long one should sleep in a day? Okay. Um, prescription generally um, is say between seven to nine hours. So we say between six to nine hours. Uh, but what we observe over time is that um, a lot of young people don't even have quality sleep. There's a between quantity of sleep and quality of sleep. You can sleep for 10 hours and then the sleep will not be adequate. You still wake up and mm. that if you've not slept. Different between quality and what do you call it? Quantity. Hmm, hmm. The length, I guess. You can sleep for 10 hours. It's still not be adequate. And you can sleep for six hours and you look refreshed. Now, a lot of things affect the quality of sleep. And we call, we call these things um, um, routines. 
for instance, um, there's some there's something called sleep hygiene. In the sense that when you want to sleep, there's some there's some uh, the same way you have cleanliness hygiene, have um, hygiene on other aspects. There's some things you should do that will aid you to have full quality of sleep. For example, if you're lying on the bed and then you are at the same time you're pressing your phone, the light from the phone, the light from your TV, and those other things will affect the environment. Which are maintaining sleep. Other things is um, um, other bed routine, bedtime routine that we, we also um, observe that can improve our quality of sleep is to have consistent sleeping and consistent waking time. For instance, if a day, if I'm sleeping by 10 and working by 5, make it consistent that your body in itself will configure to that. We call it uh, circadian rhythm. Your body will configure to that time. Okay, this time you are sleeping between 10 and 5. And then if you are concerned with that over time, you have good quality sleep. Go on system, your body will by itself switch on, okay, this time to sleep. And by its five, your body will just wake up, okay, this time to wake up. So you need to have a consistent sleeping and waking time. Um, and make sure before you go to bed, which a lot of, especially for those of us that um, involve a lot of things. If I have anything you want to plan, if I anything you want to think, think about it before going to bed, not while on bed, but it also affects your sleep. So I won't take much of our time. Um, I'll stop there for now. All right. Thank you very much. You have answered many other questions alongside. So you mean that it's not usually about the, the length of hours. It's about how quality and sound the sleep is. So now I want to quickly um, hear from Nurse Aboshika. I want to hear from her. Because being a nurse, I know she will have practical ways on how we can actually improve our sleep. So before I go back to Dr. Gugoye, Ma, I want you to say something to the audience. Hello, Nurse Fadaira. Thank you so much for having me here today. And thank you for the good job you're doing because it is important that people become aware about their health and take the right decisions. You know, when they have the right knowledge out there, they are able to take better choices. And that's why people suffer a lot from health challenges because they normally don't pay attention. Not only because they don't pay attention, sometimes it could be because they don't have the right knowledge. The right knowledge is not out there. But when once they have the right knowledge, they are able to improve on their health. And so um, living just like your 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 vision and the goal for your foundation is you know you are empowering people to to be capable of, of, of their health and that's one of the things people should learn in this um, millennium because we we are so you know we are so concerned with other things and then we tend to neglect our health thank you very much thank you thank you Ma, do you have any personal story on the essentiality of sleep? Because we know that people know, they know, they are aware that rest and sleep is good. But do you have any personal story on, 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 on how important rest and sleep is to our health? Um, thank you so much for this um, question. You know, as a nurse and based on the experience or the knowledge, 
working with people or working with um, patients, you know, there are a lot of, it, apart from the ones I have personally, you know, we can all tell our story. When we talk about rest and sleep, there's, there's, um, there's been days that we tend to wake up very, very active and there are days we wake up, you know, not feeling like it because we have not slept so well. And then, you know, when people are sick, Dr. Gubaye mentioned the other time that, you know, you need to rest. You cannot just be taking drugs and think that only the drugs will work. You know, there are some other factors that contribute to health. So resting is very important because once you rest, you know, there are times that when you don't rest, rest and sleep, it inhibits our ability to function well. We can't stay on top of our life if we fail to sleep or when we don't rest enough. And um, it tends to affect other areas of our life. It tends to affect all other parts of, um, it tends to um, affect our activities, our daily routine, the way we function well, the way we even relate to people because psychologically, when, when we are not balanced because we've not had adequate rest, there's no way we can mm. function well socially. And that's why, you know, um, Dr. Gubaye mentioned when you know when a boss is trying to you know be cranky and then people are like what is wrong with this person this morning or like you have a friend and even you yourself i mean without stories or even personally for me when i don't get enough sleep to 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 become active or to be productive that day becomes you know it takes a while and it can you know that that kind of that kind of feeling sometimes may not be relieved until you have a nap you know, napping is like um, a substitute or a complement of um, you, you are, you are complementing the, the sleep you've not had or like you're trying to have more sleep and then you nap during the day and then you wake up feeling, you know, sometimes you can just nap for like 20 minutes and you feel all refreshed. Hmm, that's so this, true. Is of, this is one of the things that um, sleep does to us because you are able, your body is resting you know, the every 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 system in your body is well coordinated. Is you know is, is attaining that state of you know rest, that resting phase. And I love to use this analogy of um, our bodies. I want to say they are like a system. You know, when we talk about rest and sleep, I want to liken it to you know talking about a system like a laptop. And then you know, no matter how much you want to feel, we feel like oh, I have a project to do. I have one presentation. I want to like um, get things done. Or like maybe you're a computer um, scientist, you're an engineer, or you know you are decoding, and then you are you know in a lot of things, and then you really want to work. You're a kind of person that you can stay on your laptop for eight hours, ten hours, and if you don't have a power supply, you can't power your system. And then when it goes off, there's nothing you can do about it. Or even though you have much to do, hmm. even if you have much to do, and then even if you have the power there will be a stage in which your system will start overeating. So if you keep on, you know, if you keep on doing this, if you keep on, you know, stressing your system, there's one day it's going to shut out. So that's one of the things, I mean, that's how we can liken our bodies. No matter how much we want to be like, we want to get things done. We want to make, you know, you know, make the most of life. We want to, you know, take all the juices out. We need to, we, are, we need to understand that our body our bodies need rest we need to recharge 
because if we don't recharge we end up you know we end up falling sick a lot of um, illnesses and diseases are caused by you know lack of rest we have the hypertension and so on you know because you are not resting your body is getting worked up you're not relaxing you are not you know you are not you are not, you are not um, sleeping like you should then the body starts reacting negatively there is this negative impact so these are one of the things we see a lot of you know people come into the um facility the hospital facility and they're like okay this is you know there are a lot of things you can just um account to lack of sleep and once once you are um once you have um certain illnesses in fact some illnesses build up because you are not sleeping some get better because you are sleeping so these are one of the practical examples of how sleep can, you know, how how essential sleep is. We can we can function well. We can retain we can retain much information. We can process data. We can you know we can process information if we are not resting well. If we are not sleeping. So these are these things affect our daily activities. Our bodies are not rest even when we are sick. Our bodies are not healing. So I'll stop it. Stop at that. Amazing, amazing. I love that. You know, the last you made with with the system is profound because no matter how busy we think we have, no matter how much workload we think we have, if the system says it's not working again, I mean the battery is down, we can't force it except to actually recharge. If we do not recharge, no matter how the workload can be much, you're not able to achieve. The work so also our bodies too we need time like you said to be to recharge ourselves to refresh ourselves so that we can be more productive and not sleeping actually you know makes our system to be uncoordinated so we're not able to process information and everything will affect our productivity so we really got that point thank you very much so now as a nurse what what like what practical steps do you think we can actually adopt to improve our rest and sleep? Because many people outside there, they actually desire to sleep well. Because I'm speaking for the young people, we desire to sleep well, but many of times we just realize that this sleep is not coming. Maybe even when we even try to sleep, sometimes we are we we're going to be having nightmare of how to ace the next job interview how to get you know that to meet up with that appointment how to you know make more money because we realize that our sleep is just like a continuation of the many thoughts we've had over the day and the many activities so ma as a registered nurse and a midwife and, and a public health nurse what are the practical nurse uh, practical steps rather that you can give us so that we can sleep better and have it sounds um, thank you very much for that question. Um, one of the things I want to start with our decision. You know, we cannot, we can't attain certain, we can't do some things, some things, we can't achieve some things without taking a decision. So when we see our bodies as, you know, vessels that, you know, that brings us money, when we say our bodies as vessels that will fulfill, that we use to fulfill purpose, then it, our parity changes. 
So the priority is not only about making most of, you know, making most of life. Our priority is not just because we want to pass that exams or because we want to do well in that interview. Then when we begin to take in consideration, it's like you are going somewhere and you don't have a um, mode of transportation. So when we see our bodies as something we want to use to get to that destination, we want to see, we always love to see ourselves in a great place. We always want to become successful. We always want to make an impact in our world. But when we begin to see that our bodies is what we are going to use to achieve greatness. You know, God has put a lot of things in us and we are here, we are here on earth to, you know, to achieve those things. So if you are here without a body, then it means you are dead. So we have to take a conscious decision that we want to begin to be, we want to begin to have productive sleep and rest. Because without taking a decision, without taking, you know, without just deciding that you really want to be healthy, you really want to live that extraordinary, extraordinary life, there is no way you can get to. So once we take that decision that you want to do this and stick by it, then it helps us. So once we decide that I, from today, I don't want to sleep late. From today, I always want to, you know, wake up being refreshed, wake up healthy, wake up energized. Then we begin to walk towards it. So other things we can begin to do after making a conscious um, um, decision is that we begin, when we walk towards it, what we do is that we can create a schedule, like have a schedule and stick by it. Your schedule should be like, oh, no matter what happens, this is the time I want to sleep. This is the time I want to go to bed. And this is the time I must wake. Because averagely for adults, the average um, number of hours we should sleep is between seven to eight hours. Although it it varies across all age groups. For children, children sleep about um, 14 to 17 hours in a day. And, um, you know, teenagers, teenagers sleep about 8 to 10 hours and all of that. So once we create a schedule that this is the time I want to make sure that I'm done with the day's work, although sometimes we, it, may, it, it may not be flexible, but we can try as much as possible to create something that works. When you plan that I'm going to go to bed at probably 10 p.m. or probably 11 p.m. and then you calculate, you know that this is the time I want to wake up. Then it becomes easier for us to rest well. There is no way we have enough sleep that we are going to wake up um, feeling um, feeling tired or so. So once we create that schedule, we have the time we want to wake up. We have bedtime routines. Like what do we do before we sleep? You know, most of us, we have a lot of things that go on in our head. And I, I see, you know, journaling as something you do to offload the weight in your heart, the weight on your mind. So sometimes you can decide to, you know, inculcate the habit of journaling. You can just begin to write everything you, you feel like you want to do or the next day, you know, things that causes um, anxiety. Because sometimes when your heart is heavy, when you have a lot of things going on in your head, you can't get enough sleep. 
and then you are interfered with um, your sleep is interrupted probably you wake up early or you don't get enough sleep or you you know the quality and the quantity just like dr Kuboye said it is it's about the habits what determines a good quality and a good quantity of sleep is our habits they are the things we do they are the things we don't do so those are the things that affect the quality and the quantity of our sleep sleep cycle so we can decide to you know write things down you know you can write about how your day went the things you feel not uh, the things you've not accomplished for the day so you is like you are you're you're unloading the body in, in your in your mind and then you feel lighter so you can sleep sometimes it could be you know taking you know it, it could be you know taking certain foods before you sleep in fact, that one is a is, is, is a broad is a broad thing on its own because the foods we eat affect how well we sleep or how much we sleep. Thank you very much. Nos Awoshika. That was a very comprehensive, you know, discussion on rest and sleep. I know our, our audience can't wait to actually listen to this, and we are going to revisit the other aspects that we are unable to cover in this episode because I personally have made some researches, and trust me, I'm going to bring to you some tips and acts on rest and sleep because rest and sleep is important to maintain vitality and productivity it's been a long time on extraordinary living today trust me that we'll keep bringing amazing discussions to you on a regular basis stay tuned and have a wonderful wonderful week ahead god bless you